Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. In the immortal words of Margaret Booth, murder has always sold well. And don't we know it, it is the 100th episode of American Horror Story. (laughs) And we're talking about it right now, so stay tuned or we'll get you. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody! It's a round party tonight because we are celebrating the 100th episode! I can believe it. Our huge in-studio audience, you can hear it in the crowd goes wild. Thousands of people in this one room. Welcome, everybody, to the American Horror Story After Show. I'm your host, Elena Jordan. We are talking about episode 100, which is actually season 9, episode 6. <laughs> Doesn't quite sound as cool. Uh, but one thing that is very cool is that I have a whole panel of some of my favorite people here to talk about the 100th episode, The Man of Our Dreams, Ali Dreamer. Hi, guys! Check out Ali's new hair. I keep forgetting that it's different, and everyone's like looking at me weird, and I'm like... Um, are you something he on has my face? Unicorn hair. It's I just love beautiful. it. I just love how we put Ollie on the spot. Every and time. Like every, every time, time it's always Ollie. There's more, there's more relevant people. <laughs> <That's> basically, <laughs> like, look, Ollie's look is always killing. It is always slaying. I mean, if you like the murder, he kills the looks. Watch ooh, us on YouTube. No, <laughs> not as good as Margaret, though. So. Oh. Margaret had the looks. Man, Margaret did have the looks. Has the looks. But two other ladies who always have the looks. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hey, Lou Renee. Yes. yes. How you guys look? Hair out for the 100th. Yes. Yes. Like, makeup day. Makeup? Yes. Like, you guys, I was excited. Like, I'm like way too excited for this to be the 100th episode. But I feel like it's a huge occasion. I feel like. It is know. because you've also done this after show for years. <laughs> so it's. I know. To finally reach the 100th is like, I feel like this is historical. This is the moment is. for us. This is the moment. Oh. magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course, always keeping us happy, the happy Cappy herself, Alexa Cappiello. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be known as for the rest I of my life. Happy Cappy. The happy Cappy. But hi, I am, I can't believe that I'm here for the hundredth episode yeah. of American Horror Story. I remember when it first came out <laughs> and it's still going and going strong. So. And now you're our literal happy camper. Yeah, I oh. am. Aww. Aww. And we're all at summer camp together. <laughs> I never was able to go to summer camp. Sleepaway oh camp. My mama didn't let me go. Did you go to sixth grade camp? No. Oh, see, see, I love sixth grade camp. Sixth grade camp was a moment for me. But as soon as I turned five, my mom was like, "You're old enough. Goodbye. <laughs> go out, get a bow and arrow, little child." And I was, in, I was in Girl Scouts was... too, so I like always went camping. So I'm like, but anyway, like let's get to anybody. Episode. I feel like anybody who has ever been camping also has had that moment where we have this kind of American horror story like is there
there are murderers in the woods. <laughs> Which like, is why I love that <laughs> this is the 100th episode. Because this was an action-packed episode, too. It was, definitely. And we'll also be breaking down the whole episode, as well as giving you guys our predictions for what's going to come up next. We got a little bit of our special segment, breaking down some of the 80s references. (laughs) And also, we got to talk about that 80s fashion. Margaret had some some awesome outfits, I got to say. I know, right? (laughs) On point. Sharper than this knife that we got here. Uh, And, of course, we also will be giving a little bit of news, too, so be sure to stick around for all of it. But before we dive into the episode, overall thoughts of the episode as a whole, what did you think of this being the 100th episode. You know what? To be honest, let me start because... We always start with Alexa, but you know what? No, I had to intervene because for the 100th episode, to be honest, you guys, I'm not going to lie, I was like slightly disappointed. Uh-huh. Just slightly. I kind of felt like it was going to be like, oh, it's going to be a banger. We were all excited, but it was just like, eh, I mean, it was. I still feel like it's a bunch of loose ends. So I'm just like, okay, we need to, we kind of need to wrap this up. Girl, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I, I was expecting some sort of. We were all kind of expecting them to bring together all the other seasons in this episode somehow. Right. I mean, that would have been quite, quite the endeavor, so to speak. But I think we were expecting something big for the hundredth episode, and this one, although it was good, it just felt like it was a lot of exposition and not a lot of action and. Poor Brooke and poor Aww. Jingles is all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag poor Jingles. Poor, well, can we make that a hashtag? Hashtag yeah. poor Jingles. Hashtag poor Jingles, you guys. You heard it here In first. The chat. Also a new band name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I was expecting at least some kind of a cameo of someone or something special to kind of yeah. go back into. We got Leslie Jordan. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Shout out cool. to Leslie Jordan. Love love you on Will and Grace, obviously. Uh, Beverly. And I love Such him a great Cricket character. and, and Roanoke. Oh too. yeah, it was like my favorite character, <laughs> which was, was cool. It's nice. It's nice that they brought Leslie back. Uh, but I think it almost read as kind of like a sequel, like an eighty sequel movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like this second oh. half seems like a sequel, and you know sometimes sequels aren't that great. But I'm hoping, <laughs> oh, but most I'm hoping, of the time, I actually most like the time. I actually like <laughs> this episode though. I was like at the end, I was like yeah. So I'm excited to well, talk about it. You are just a huge Rita fan. <laughs> yeah. You love Rita. Whatever Rita does, it you're like exciting. Something about it was very exciting and like, oh yeah, they're going to go back to Redwood and just kill each other and I don't know. At least <laughs> I'm hopeful. Games. I'm hopeful as to the second half of the season will. It reminded me a lot of Roanoke too, how they kind of shifted. Mm, I hope not. A little bit. <laughs> because <laughs> it did the time jump and I wasn't expecting there yeah, to be a okay, time yeah. jump because this is 1984, not 1985 or 1989, but mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. I'm just going to be hopeful. I mean, I'm we still have at least a few episodes left. Right. I mean, we're still kind of up in the air if this is going to be nine or ten episodes. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think our panel is leaning towards, we think it's going to be probably closer to ten. ten yeah. But Let's hope. Regardless, <laughs> we're just right at that halfway mark right, right now. So, we still got some things to go. And... I feel like they don't have too many loose ends to where they can't wrap them up. Like, I don't feel like this is another situation where, you know, like, where we are like, why did you introduce these aliens? And then now there's no mm-hmm. more alien than the, you know? Like, <laughs> Give us our aliens, guys. I know, right? It. We're just like, go back. Like, X-Files, this bad boy yeah. up, Murphy. <laughs> We're here for it, Ryan. Jeez. Uh, but somebody we are definitely here for this episode, freaking Margaret. 
Margaret is she's living it, living oh, the life, just, the rich and famous. Yes, like, literally. Robin Leach is like life. I was like, okay, the Robin Leach got me. I was like, snaps to them for the actual. That was such a warm moment because it's like I remember that actually coming on. So it's yeah. like it was such like it was like a weird weird. No, moment. we don't. We're young and spry. <laughs> You're right. I'm too young for that. <laughs> we don't know any of these references. What tab? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, this episode, what did you guys think of this, of having Margaret with kind of the big twist of Trevor yes. not being dead and being her lover and them creating this her lover <laughs> uh, creating this uh, macabre <laughs> story oh, yeah lie. well this business too that's all based off of let's cash in on the macabre yeah mm-hmm. it was so funny because when it was like we jumped automatically to like Margaret already being like living in Calabasas like all rich and famous and it's like wait she was just at camp yesterday yeah so it's like fast. oh yeah it was like definitely fast but I was like I'm glad that they went back and told kind of how Trevor like woke up and like kind of what happened to him after that because I was definitely like how the hell did Trevor end up but like with Margaret you know what I mean after that so to kind of give that backstory a little bit I liked it but I'm kind of seeing I feel like Trevor has something up his sleeve yeah, I feel like it's gonna be one of those like too brute moments where he, <laughs> he like comes in behind and like stabs her from behind or something uh, metaphorically or, or physically. I'm not sure, but I think Trevor's gonna be the one that takes her down. I hope so. No, Jingles has to take her down. I want Trevor I to know. do it. I feel like I at this point just giant. want everybody like Ramirez style just gather around and it's like everyone gets to stab. <laughs> oh, we're all real probably, like it might be it might be a little <laughs> killing yeah. around. Yeah. It's basically everybody versus Margaret at this she's point. She's like the freaking worst. It is. But she's also kind of awesome. I guess. She's, like a, she's like a con artist. Like, like I yeah. Don't know. yeah. Well, this, what did you think about this too? Because I feel like, you know, Ryan Murphy always throws in, and especially for the 100th episode, he's going to be a little bit more overt with mm-hmm. these kind of references to where he's making commentary on the commentary about him mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that is always present every season. Yeah. But this one where he's saying where he has her point blank say murder has always sold well mm-hmm. what we're going to do is we're going to buy up all of these things like we're going to get like the Lizzie Borden mansion we're mm-hmm. going to get like Ed Gein and we're going to make lampshades that look like people like people <laughs> think that you know in Wisconsin they're like hey this is offensive to us because we actually knew these people and yeah. these are real actual people and versus the concept of the macabre as a general idea mm-hmm. and kind of the true crime integration that we see this season with Richard Ramirez. What did you think of this kind of super meta re- reference that we have with Margaret being the one who has, at this point, as Trevor said, lost God, lost her compass, and is now focused on the profiteering of real true horror? Margaret is so fascinated by death. It's kind of it's kind of creepy though. But I just feel like I like I just want to know what her motive is behind having all of these like killer attractions. You know what I mean? I just want to know like what's gonna come what's gonna come of this. Hurt people, hurt people. No. Uh, well, first off, I didn't think anything could get bigger than Margaret's head, but I was wrong. Her hair is giant. Oh, her hair the is beehive. giant. I don't know, though. The sleeves are almost bigger. I, right? <laughs> the shoulder pads? Yes. No, I think that she just kind of represents those crazy, corrupt, rich, white people that kind of take, you know, they manipulate situations in certain, you know, past notorious historic places in order yeah. to benefit themselves and to kind of get money off of them. And so... 
it just reads to me as someone who's just trying to cover up everything. That's what she's done. That's what she does. That's what she did to Jingles. That's how she survived Redwood. So it just makes sense that she's on this path continuing to, and I just want her to be taken down. Gosh yeah. darn it. But um, <laughs> yeah, she's crazy. And I just, I was wrong that Trevor was dead. Y'all. Mm. Well, I knew he was going to survive that, though. He was shot like three times. Right? Like, so I was really shocked to see him. But um, yeah, I'm really interested in seeing how this relationship is going to work out with them, too. Because yeah. they hate each other. You were you were you were right though, Elena, about uh, profiteering on death and like murder and how our society is like so obsessed with it. Uh, it's kind of like how I felt when they came out with that Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron, oh my uh, extremely evil, <laughs> wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. I was just like, why are we? Why are we glamorizing? Like, he's so hot. He's right? so hot. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it does happen, and we even see it in the episode where Richard Ramirez has a, has a girlfriend that I'm sure has been writing to him like in real life where it happened where these girls were just throwing themselves at these Ramirez and many other serial killers where they just become obsessed with them and our society is obsessed with studying serial killers and murder and death and Mm -hmm. and uh, yes I think it's a commentary on that but also I kind of thought how like the fact that they're letting Margaret do this over and over and over again like buying Spawn Ranch and all these other places and and making them kind of like entertainment uh, places I'm just like <laughs> what's better than Spawn Ranch Spawn Ranch with a Ferris wheel <laughs> I know it's like they're so like little terrible. amusement parks <laughs> but I, I just I can't believe that it was it was unbelievable to me I didn't think I was like are they really letting her do this I mean I don't care if she has that much money are they really gonna let her do that i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like that's why they make he makes things that are so absurd they're satirical yeah tend to be when he's making his commentary about himself Mm -hmm. um and about the the show as a whole so i feel like that's kind of what it is i don't want to get too into prediction territory but i have to ask you guys were you a little disappointed that they didn't integrate Murder House into this? I felt like that was kind of the perfect opportunity. And they were listing all these properties. And I don't know if maybe they will later, Mm -hmm. but it seemed like... Wouldn't that be the perfect way to tie in from 100? Yeah, Yeah, we needed to bring it back to the first episode. That would have actually been a nice tie-in. I'm surprised they didn't. I was like, that would have made it a full circle for the full 100, but... I'm like, yeah, I was a little disappointed, but at the same time, I'm still kind of on the fence because I feel like, you know, Ryan's never going to let us down. So it's just like, I just feel like something's going to happen, but who knows? We'll see. You have to be careful when you say you're on the fence with this show because you might literally be on the, <laughs> on the fence. fence. I know. <laughs> Hung up on the fence. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> By my back and my spine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, now, this we also see kind of the big culmination of, okay. There's a murder. Courtney's saying we need to probably sell now while mm-hmm. we're at peak, and she's saying, "Look, murder never peaks out. We're always right. gonna have some money in our pocket as long as people are a little messed up." And <laughs> I think the fact that you know you're listening to the show and you're watching the show, and yeah, we're all here you're watching the show, know, absolutely, <laughs> they're right. <laughs> but they they decide to kind of take this horrible situation where there is a murder at Camp Redwood that has now been reignited years later, half a decade later, and to just kind of, instead of saying, oh no, we might be liable for all of this and be sued, let's throw a music festival. Let's call up Billy Idol and let's have a bash conference. (laughs) Yeah, what did you guys think about, and I mean, I loved that this was kind of the impetus that 
triggered all of the other storylines yeah. in this, and we'll go through and kind of talk about the storylines too, but what did you think about this structure of this being how they bring everybody back? I think Margaret's smart, and she did it purposefully. I think she wants to bring uh, Ramirez and Jingles, primarily Jingles, back to the scene where she could have a face-off with him and kill him once and for all. I thought the same thing. I was like, this is definitely true Margaret fashion. Yeah, but I was like, there's something behind this. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, there's definitely something behind it. But I love all of it, because it's like, yeah, you're all going to bring all the people that hate you yeah. <laughs> to, one to one area place. to find she you. She thinks she's invincible. <laughs> yeah. I honestly believe that she thinks... I mean, she did survive two, two mass, mass killings. Yeah. yeah. So... What <laughs> to do when you're the one holding the knife? <laughs> What a great Margaret impression. I know, right? Thank you. <laughs> it was funny how she was like, oh, so you do know, Trevor. What time did the police show up? <laughs> yes, I did love that. And she's like, oh, okay, you remember. All right, how long do I got? This is, let's just, let's cut the crap. Um, but talking about somebody else who thinks that they're invincible, because at this point, they really are. Uh, Montana, mm-hmm. our girl, and Xavier. At, yes. Don't forget him. Back at the <laughs> uh, the camp. Montana is out here killing poor Dustin Aww. while Xavier's cheering on and Ray is like, stop making me clean up for you guys. I was cleaning up at the friggin' hospital when I was alive and now I'm cleaning up bodies when I'm dead. I don't want to keep doing this. I love how she made a fanny pack sexy. She's like, want to stick it in me? And he's like, she's like, me first. <laughs> and like with a fanny pack. It was so weird. That was a perfect Montana. I know. So I, there know. You go. I know. It was like the Jean reference. She's like, you want to zip it? Can I unzip it? <laughs> and let me just say, fanny packs are always Sexy. Yeah, right. I love back. my fanny pack. We got like four. Like, so, like, people I love who my hate on packs. the fanny pack, I'm like, <laughs> shut up. I like perfect. how people wear them this way now. Like, who, oh, like yeah. size. who oh. decided that? Like, I want to know no. who that person is. I, 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 I completely disagree. That, <laughs> those are the men trying to be masculine. Yeah, I was like, like that was no, a man. I'm gonna put sort. this on. Like, uh, yeah. my chest. I'm sorry. Me. Listen, listen. As an avid fanny pack wearer myself, I wear it around the waist. Thank you. That's how you're supposed to wear Shout out to our producer Josh. It is not a Josh. In the booth, wearing his fanny pack. He has a fanny pack on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Supporting this on earlier, but I don't. They're, they're so, so convenient. Handy. I know. I'm like, they're so I love convenient. Them. I love it. The only problem is I have a lot of British friends. And they're like, stop calling it that. It's a bum bag. Every time you call it a fanny oh pack, it's a bum bag sounds worse. Bum ba- I know. It's like, that sounds way worse. Ansel Tucker was wearing it like this. I'm like, I'm going to call it a tit sack and just be like, what? What up? Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Which is what Montana was screaming at everybody when they were saying, stop being all murdery. What do you guys think of this situation? Because Ray points out, we don't know the rules. We don't know why we're here. Why do you think that they're trapped? And also with the old timers who were killed, Jonas and his buddies who we hadn't seen up until this point. I was confused as to why like, so we didn't I. see the campers earlier. Mm-hmm. We're just mm-hmm. now, years later, we're seeing the campers now. Yeah. Why, why didn't we see the campers? We saw the hitchhiker and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget, Jonah? Jonah was Jonas. Jonas. Mm-hmm. Jonas. But where were the campers this whole time? Where was Jonas? Why this weren't whole they? Time? Why weren't they interacting with Margaret? You know, they. You think they would attack her or something Absolutely. for killing? You know, killing her in the shed and or well, that one you know? guy even says where he's like, I haven't wanted to even touch a person since 1972. Right. Right. Mm. So it's like the whole thing, like they died, and they're like, we don't want anything to do with the living. But somehow there's a rift now. Where they're like mm. with Montana and Xavier that they're like not only do we want to hang out with the living, 
We want to touch their fanny packs and stab them. <laughs> and for like, some re- go ahead. I was going to say, like, for some reason, I don't know. I'm kind of getting, like, maybe it's something, like, within their spirit. Or it's, like, maybe if you've killed somebody. But then that wouldn't explain, the like, the other counselors. Like, the counselors. Yeah. So They're, like, like, all there. Know. I was expecting Chet to maybe not be there because he's a right. good we guy. We still didn't know if Chet was dead. And now we officially know, know. Chet he's is in purgatory. dead. He drowned. I was so bummed out. When I know. I was, I was like, come on. I was like, I feel like Chet. they could have done something. Yeah, I thought Chet was going to still be alive and if they were going to reveal that he was dead I thought it would be better than him just being like in the woods like oh Margaret sucks yeah, yeah so like that's all all of your cells what do you say all of your cells being like cut off of oxygen or something like he, that I like, mean he drowned so he's like imagine yeah, so. breathing water and you know it's a terrible oh, way shit. it's horrible uh, to, way to die definitely but, like, one of my fears legit they're all there it, there's no you know difference like they're all there it doesn't matter if you're a good person bad person it just seems like if you died at the camp you're gonna stay at the camp yeah it is maybe if you like told hell. a lie <laughs> yeah, everybody maybe. lied it is interesting <laughs> that uh, uh, Montana and uh, what's his face Xavier they they have like no morals at this point because they don't yeah. have anything to lose whereas Ray he still kind of is holding on to those morals so it's really interesting how they're dealing with purgatory I and feel like Xavier too oh Sorry. No, I was gonna say I feel like Ray is like almost like remorseful now. It's almost seeming like yeah. he's like trying to do anything to get out and kind of like be like turned in back into mm-hmm. like a humanized or whatever. Because I feel like he wants to right his wrongs, but mm-hmm. it's like something's pre- they're preventing him from pretty much like being great. So I don't know. I'm like I don't know where this is gonna go. I do feel like Xavier did have a bit of a point though when he was like, "Look, being good just got me dead." Agreed. I tried to save Birdie and it was awful. Yeah. Tried to save and then Margaret. I did save Margaret and she stabbed me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at the point where I'm gonna make out with my hot dead girlfriend, and <laughs> yep. if she feels like she wants to be stabby, then you can clean it up or not. Ray, we're dead. We do what we want. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Way to sum it up, Elena. That was perfect. Are we gonna find that like Big Daddy Porn Daddy there too? Is he like? Right. Oh, uh, I never. I forgot about How Daddy. How gross would that be? Where he's just perving at all these kids <laughs> forever, and they're like, "God, it was bad enough." He's like, still, he's still spying on them in the showers, oh, like, that's... killing the gross people. They're always here. Do Ugh. ghosts take showers? <laughs> Do they? I mean, I no. completely forgot about that dude. Yeah. Like, you know what? The ghost took a shower in Halloween Town. Where's Birdie? Why is it? <laughs> Why isn't Birdie? Where's her spirit? Birdie? She died on oh, the camp. Oh, I know. Flew Birdie. Away. Wait, who was Birdie? Like oh, yeah, Birdie. Birdie the lunch lady. I'm like a Birdie. Who was I Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe Birdie is just going to pop up and be like, I've just been hanging out in the lunchroom. She's still making sandwiches. Does anyone want yeah. some PBJ? I'm making real good. Sorry, Where's the real Rita, for that matter? The real Rita. She got killed. Yeah. So many people have just disappeared I into this. I don't know. Well, they, the they're like, we only have so much time. We can't show everybody. They're all at the thing. They're gonna be at the concert. Don't worry about it. They all like Billy Idol. Uh, but speaking of which, we do have this kind of this concert that then sets everything in motion. Mm-hmm. The episode opens with Jingles and Ramirez and kind of where they've been the past year since mm-hmm. last episode left <laughs> off with them just like, we don't need seatbelts. Satan's our, our buddy. And he's like, seatbelts. <laughs> uh, so, perfect recap, by the way. You're welcome. If you didn't see last week, that was it. Um, but we see them and how Jingles is not feeling this whole vibe of where Ramirez has been killing people for the past year. 
So he's the one who turns Ramirez in. And this is a whole reference to how Ramirez actually was exactly. turned in. Yeah. yeah, that was so cool. I thought that too. I yeah. was like, yeah, that's literally how he was turning in. But then they're like, they but them. really, it was because of Jingles. this one white guy drinking a tab. <laughs> I kind of was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that, but... <laughs> you guys think about this scene and about how the kind of the two diverged and Ramirez goes to jail and Jingles tries to live a normal happy life did you think that it was ever possible or from the beginning were you like oh no something bad's gonna happen to Jingles I was here for it I'm like I was here for the whole thing to be honest but I'm kind of glad that they kind of foreshadowed or like showed um, where they are like now because we were all kind of like wondering like where the hell they drive off into the sunset like (laughs) what are they doing but I don't know I feel like one of us said that they were probably like since they turned their lives over to like Satan that that gave them a new life now Mm -hmm. so it's like okay now they're like they're living you know what I mean they're back into the city doing their thing but Mm -hmm. I'm like yeah I was here for Jingles training him in I'm just like I was here for Jingles the whole episode so I'm like I loved how how everything panned out but oh poor Jingles and his family hashtag poor Jingles well now I'm confused a little bit I can just realized because last episode I know kind of jumping ahead a little bit oh no go ahead did Jingles die last episode he did okay he died and then Ramirez brought him back and he said basically now that Satan has brought you back okay you gotta do whatever he says Mm -hmm. and he says hang out with me while I kill people and you can be my ray and clean up all my messes Jingles was like no I'm out of here yeah (laughs) Jingles was like he sold his soul I feel like just selling your soul to the devil will come back eventually to bite you despite him doing something good he's still at the end of the day is alive because of accepting Satan. Absolutely. What did you think about this, about Lorraine basically getting fridged, where they're like, here, Lorraine, your your wife, like, she was a prostitute, but now she's better off, and you guys have a baby, and his name is Bobby, and you're all happy. And nothing happens to him except for they kill his wife. I don't know how I I feel. I'm like... "Mm." I felt sad, but I'm like, you know, while we were watching it, I kind of was like, I feel like something was going to happen. It was just like, it was too cookie cutter. Like, oh, jingles, happy family, happy life. He's working at Blockbuster, assistant manager. But it's like, no, something's going to happen. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I just realized this whole kind of like metaphor or symbolism with the tapes, the rewinding of his character of kind of becoming... Rewinding his life. Yeah. Rewind, rewind. Yeah. He's working at the, the, what is it called? The Video Shack or something? Not the Blockbuster. (laughs) Basically, I just wrote down Blockbuster because I was like, that's the only thing I could think of. He's wanting to rewind all these tapes, but now he has to rewind and go back into Redwood. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, it's just basically, you know, we saw him be happy uh, with his wife and, you know, has a child now and is trying to start a new life, but I feel like he's needs he's been running away from yeah. his old life and the things that he needs to do which is stop margaret once and for all and so until that happens he's just going to continue to be haunted what did yeah. you think about his reaction to seeing margaret on the tv and lorraine being like look oh you know you said you never want to see this and i'm saying i can accept it now i'm i'm now free did that feel in that moment like that was what you were expecting from him? Or did I kind of fell feel... for it. I was like, oh, maybe he's changed. He turned over a new leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, he can cope with this now. I was like, I was kind of proud of him. I a was rooting for Jingles this whole episode. Me too. <laughs> 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 I nothing. did think that it was kind of cool though that they played the the song that they I always call it the charm song. Right. right? Yeah. I was thinking I was like ready for it. I was ready to see like. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, freaking Alyssa Milano and <laughs> the only thing is too that song for years and years and years because in the early 90s like especially they would always play that song with anything creepy because it sounded like it was all elemental like mm-hmm. the sun like S-U-N and air like A-I-R it's I am the sun like I am your son not your daughter but your son I am the heir like the heir to the H-E-I-R I like, for years I was like ooh it's all spooky and elemental it's not but for this one it actually does work out we've right. kind of seen this parallel before though of this kid the child of a murderer being left behind mm-hmm. where we had with bloody face do you think that they're going to tie that? Because I also thought that was the way they could have tied this in with like a Lana Winters thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of wondered. I was like, maybe Bobby or was that was his name, right? Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Baby. little baby, Bobby. yeah, little baby, baby Bobby. Bobby. Um, I was like, maybe he could be some character that's going to derive from like another past season. Right. But I, would, I was like, who the hell's name was Bobby in any of this? I can't. You know yeah, what I, like, I mean? Like who's Lizzie and who's Bobby? I was like, yeah. So nah, I was like, I but maybe Bobby. I don't know. Maybe Auntie Lizzie may change his name though. So I don't like. You never know. But who knows? We'll see. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll so. See. So she doesn't. So, so the child doesn't have to grow up with the thinking, father. yeah, yeah, the the his mother being murdered mm-hmm. or something. So that's yeah. really that's a good point that you bring up. Mm-hmm. 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 I was hoping that there would be more tie-ins, though, at least in this episode. I did too. Yeah. I thought that there was going to be more tie-ins. I mean, or maybe I, we just aren't picking them up. I don't know if the chat's picking them up. Anything? Yeah, chat. Let us know. Let yeah, us let know us in the comments later on. Just let us know because we're just. Tell us lots all to take about in. that thing. <laughs> lots to take in. Uh, and our other murderer, Mr. Ramirez, has been locked up in the prison here uh, and is now trying to seduce Brooke over to the, dark the path of dark, the dark <laughs> side. We have cookies. Uh, it's cake. <laughs> um, but what did you think of this, too, of them meeting up again and this whole thing of, oh, Brooke is going to be given the lethal injection. She's going to die. Ray, seeing that on the newspaper, all of this tying into this moment. Where then Ramirez is like, all right. Okay, baby girl, you got two chances. <laughs> baby girl. Got devil one says shot. one shot. Actually, devil says two shots. Flip me off again. I, I would give you a third shot. Okay, she's gone. <laughs> what did she think of this whole scenario? And then, like, with his groupie that we talked about a little bit and how they had kind of the, the reference to the Red. serial killers. Red. Um, and the, the Billy Idol being brought in. This whole conversation, though, with Red, I thought was really interesting, too, where he was talking about how, as a killer, he wanted to grow and evolve because he didn't want to become trivia. He didn't want to become pop culture trivia. Yeah, Yeah. which is kind of ironic because now he is pop culture trivia, and it's almost like Ryan Murphy being like the ultimate FU to this murderer, is that we're (laughs) not glorifying him. He's this kitsch character. What did you guys feel about this? Did you feel that this was supposed to be like a kind of a meta thing that was intentional or? Yeah, because I think uh, one of the reasons why serial killers kill is for the fame. Mm -hmm. And to take that away from them is taking their power away from them. Mm -hmm. So I think that Ramirez talking about this hopefully is making people understand and realize that the more... Uh, the more attention that we give these people, the more they feel like they're empowered by right. what they do, and so therefore we should stop doing that entirely. <laughs> um, 
Go ahead. Oh, no, finish. Go ahead. No, I, I loved it. I loved how the, the line was uh, pop culture trivia. I don't want to fade with the era, the mm-hmm. 80s era, and true artists <laughs> evolve over many decades. Picasso is immortal. I don't want people to forget about me. I definitely, like, yeah, just with her um, quoting with exactly what he said, I definitely think it was intentional because it, uh, it was almost like if you didn't know about Richard Ramirez now or like then you know about him now and it's like you're gonna want to google him you know what I mean and it's like I feel like he did that because he is like talked about now and it's Mm -hmm. like did he kill up to like 94 it was a lot it was a lot of killing yeah I was like he was kind of like he had a long reign to be honest and I'm like they weren't even sure how many yeah and I'm like that's that's just makes my skin crawl thinking about stuff like that but it's like no that's creepy but I definitely think it was intentional it kind of seems like it because he is so identified I mean he's literally the villain in like LA 1984. Yeah. Like, yep. it's like, you are the most 80s, even mm-hmm. when we get up to 89. Mm-hmm. Which did you notice, too? They would go up to 89, but not 90. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's <laughs> still all in still the 80s. 80s. Still I, love, I love the fact that he ties it in with music, too. Even, like, mm-hmm. some of the people that Billy's, Billy's headlining over. Yeah. How it's so, it was so uh, common in the 80s for there to be so many hit, one-hit wonders, whereas, mm-hmm. like, he's trying to be the serial killer that's not, like, he's yeah. trying to be a serial killer. Not he doesn't like, want to be a one-hit wonder. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that little dialogue that he had in, during that exchange. It was funny. And I well, love it was too funny, that, but it was it was it was comical. And it he'll was talk in Billy Idol quotes, which I love too. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, all right, buddy. I mean, I wonder if he really did love Billy Idol as much as they're portraying. Billy him. Idol. I was his idol. to see Billy Idol. Like you know, I was just gonna play Billy Idol, even if it's just know. like a quick. Second, they got an amazing you know. guy to play uh, Richard, though. I thought he looks exactly he like he him. looks exactly he like that guy. And it's creepy. It. Zach Villa. Yeah. <laughs> Props to you. You're crushing it. <laughs> yeah. And ironically enough, he just released an album too. So this whole episode is like music, Billy Idol, and he's like, I'm a, I'm a musician, also, real, uh, but I'm not. By the I'm way, also a musician. musician. He's like, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on Ario Speedwagon. Like everyone's cool. <laughs> what did you think about the music? The, the song Paranoid over and over too. I was like, that's great. This is very on the nose. Yeah, like, it is. Okay, but it was cool. It. it was cool how they had the two different songs. So they had Paranoid, and then they had uh, what was. It? Baby, I can't fight this feeling anymore. <laughs> Who sings that one? Are you a speedwagon? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And that was uh, Jingles' theme. I love what they've been doing with the music this whole season. It's got the keys to the speedwagon, the baby. Yeah, I'm like, it's perfect songs to fit every situation, yeah. every occasion. It's like everybody, because like the song Paranoid, everybody was paranoid yeah. in this episode. Well, so it was like, it yeah. was kind of crazy. The score is so good on this, too, with all yes. the like 80s riffs. I really would have liked to have seen uh, Ramirez getting paranoid, though. Like, it just sort of happened. Like, you know, he, like, was yeah. running away from people. I would like to have seen him, like, uh, nervous, right? People yeah, might know upset. who I am. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't Whereas know. Whereas this one, yeah, we see him kind of more empowered throughout. Because yeah. we even see at the end where he uses his satanic magic to burn this Billy Idol poster, the flyer. Yeah. Because Satan clearly is like, I need to focus my attention on this Billy Idol concert. This is 100% of <laughs> my This is my time. Yay! Take the bees with saws for hands. I'll get to them in a minute. Billy Idol has a show. I'm Satan. I'm focused. Um, But having this juxtaposed with Brooke after he has this whole story with Brooke about the three different uh, things that you get in the lethal injection. It's not just one, but there are three different plungers. The first, your... um, the I keep wanting to say antiseptic, but it's uh, I'm sorry. What about. is it like? Is it anesthesia? Am I no? I'm not thinking anesthesia. Oh my god! It's like um, an anesthetic. 
and whatever. It's like anesthesia, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then we get it. Yeah. Uh, but then they move into the second one, which is basically where you just are paralyzed. It freezes you mm-hmm. so that you don't thrash around while you're having your potassium chloride burning. <laughs> burning. I was about to say burning through, through your veins. What did you guys think about this and the way that they had this juxtaposed with the score, with the guard being possessed and the three plungers? Did you think that it was going to get to the third plunger? Because I kind of felt like it wasn't. Yeah, I thought Because the slow motion. Yeah, that too. And then even just the fact that it was like, you know, like Satan was coming up through the, you know, the sewer or whatever through the guard. And I was like, okay, so he's going to go to the guard and the guard's going to come save Brooke from like, something's going to happen and it's like, they're not going to do the injection into Brooke. But I was like, to see it actually go through, I was like, "Eh, okay, but I don't know. I'm like, that whole thing is... Yeah. So I was thinking that Brooke was going to get, like, possessed or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking how the episode... Jumping ahead, I'm sorry. God, no! I think yeah. how the episode ended, we know Rita, fake Rita, Donna, was the one that saved uh, Brooke. Which, I'm thinking, by the way, how? Which how I don't know. She's so up there. Yeah, yeah we're I, definitely like, I where think the hell? Rita was one of the people there the whole entire time, or someone. I think they injected her... <laughs> she wearing a mask? I don't think, I don't think Brooke <laughs> ever died. I think they injected her with, like, some kind of placebo or something. I That's, think what I think it is, there's... Because there's that. also the thing that can temporarily stop your heart, and then mm, you get... Yeah, so it wasn't like the lethal the, injection. Mm-hmm. It wasn't... The entire time it wasn't, it wasn't potassium wasn't. chloride. It was something else. Because they talk about how it, like, it basically freezes like your blood is still pumping and everything but like they call it when your heart stops I think that's what it is is it's going to be the chemical that stops your heart and then it's restarted to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it, did we see the face of the person doing the injection? I don't think so. Because I'm like, that whole time it could have just been Rita. I think it right. was Rita. You know what I mean? I okay, so, Rita. and then like her rolling her to the back. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it had to be her. Because mm-hmm. I was like, pr- we never seen the face of that person doing Which, it. Did she think? infiltrate the prison? Like, what? <laughs> it's Rita. She can do anything. She's a ninja. She, can do anything. she is a Rita's ninja. Rita's a therapist. And <laughs> <laughs> knows She's a nurse. Not really. She can make bear traps and, you Crazy. I still don't understand her character entirely, I don't but I'm, I'm, it's, it's fine. Dee Dee. Keep going. AKA Dee Dee. <laughs> I was also definitely wrong about uh, Brooke being impregnated by <laughs> right. a demon baby. That just never We were happened. all going for it. We were no. all like, oh, they're going to have a little demon baby. They're like, jokes on you. There is a baby, but his name is Bobby, and he's the son of a prostitute in Alaska. Not what you were thinking at all. <laughs> I was like, all right, Ryan, you got me. I was not thinking that at all. Um, but yeah, what I, I'm just at this point, I'm so torn as to what's going to happen with these guys, especially mm-hmm. with basically everyone agreeing that they want to murder Margaret. Like yeah. Chet wants to murder Margaret. Right. Jingles wants to murder Margaret. Ramirez is just kind of like, whatever, I just want to go see Billy Idol. And it's like, <laughs> I want to murder Margaret because this lineup is bold. And I know that she put these one hit wonders with Billy. <laughs> Margaret's got to go. And then now Brooke, who has her whole, her last words, has been silent this whole time, is basically just like, F you, Margaret, you're going to burn, I'm innocent. What do you guys think is, who do you think is going to get... I think it's going to be Brooke, in a sense, because she's been silent this whole time, so I'm feeling they're building her up. We want to know what's going on through... In Brooke's mind, mm-hmm. basically, because oh wait, I'm oh, sorry, no, Elena, were you gonna say who was gonna be killed next? Who's who's, who's gonna, gonna murder gonna Margaret, Margaret? Right? I was gonna say who's gonna kill Margaret. Yeah. Or who's gonna? I 
I almost wonder because Margaret is has been the one holding the knife the mm-hmm. whole time if she's going to be last man standing still. No. To be honest, <laughs> if she's going to be like, our Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like, yeah, you know what? Let's, yeah, let's say like, any, like, <laughs> any final thoughts on this episode before we just dive into some predictions here, and then we'll do our news and special segment after. Um, you know what? I'm like, I think I'm good, but I'm like, you know what? Let's talk to our little chat real quick. I'm like, let's not forget about the people. <laughs> um, people have been creating hashtags though. Hashtag yes. drop dead beats. Shout out to Nicholas Kelly. Shout out to Warren Walker. Shout out to Gracie and Ryan, our regulars, Lieutenant Blanco. Um, let me see. I've seen another one. <laughs> Somebody said hashtag the bitch is back. <laughs> yes, These are funny. You guys keep the hashtags coming and we'll definitely shout out everybody else. I'm like, it's so many, so many comments. You guys are always in here. Gracie says hashtag return of the bulge. <laughs> is that for Trevor? Yeah. <laughs> is that a Trevor reference? We'll but take yeah, it. so much going on. But shout and out to all also, you guys. Also, before we go on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you to you guys so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk (laughs) Uh, for us to continue though we need your help so you need to subscribe and like our videos write some comments we do all uh, read the comments and sometimes even reply Um, but uh, give us a five star rating on YouTube as well and thank you so much for watching us we love you guys yes Yes. So, <laughs> let's dive into some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, I feel like, Kayla, I'm going to go to you. You know what, girl? Like you're, burning. <laughs> you're burning like some potassium chloride through my veins. You want to get this prediction. <laughs> okay, next episode is going to be for sure Killing Grounds. Like, it's the Battle of the Killing Grounds. Everybody's linking up to kill Margaret. Every, no, it's going to be a whole concert. Like Hunger Games. Forget Billy Idol. <laughs> they're not going for Billy. They're going for Margaret. Like a Red Rover situation, yes. but Redwood. <laughs> Send oh, Margaret God. right over. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely... That's why I'm like, no, for sure. Everybody's jingles. Yo, Ramirez. I, everybody's like, no, forget this. My, I can't even live my life because of what Margaret has done to me. They're all going for revenge. I think think that <laughs> I think Brooke is ultimately going to wind up killing Margaret but I think it's going to be with Mr. Jingle's help mm. you know what I mean like he's gonna he's gonna keep her safe again uh, and he's gonna facilitate that death somehow um, mm-hmm. but I don't know I don't know all I know <laughs> is that Margaret's gotta die and I don't care who does it I just want it to be good and bloody yeah. hashtag Margaret's gotta die Margaret's gotta Margaret's die Margaret's gotta die <laughs> Margaret has to die. Also, I I want them to explain the purgatory just a little bit more. They even say, there there aren't any rules. We don't know the rules yet. Well, can you give us the rules? We want to know the rules of purgatory. I want to know the rules of purgatory. I I feel like that might be... It might be explained next episode because it's only episode seven, so we still got, what, three, four episodes left. So Mm -hmm. the the teaser that they showed didn't look like a whole lot happened. It looked like very conversational. Mm -hmm. Lots of, like, no action, honestly. So maybe that we will get that. Um, But yeah, I agree that I think it's going to be... Brooke that's going to kill Ooh, Margaret. Besides- because it's like, Margaret, you can't take my final girl role. I'm the final girl. Brooke's the <laughs> final girl. I don't care what you say. Do you feel like the stakes are high enough right now? I just want the that stakes to be higher. I don't know. It's I feel like, like they all they all have a like they all have a reason. Oh, so yeah, like, you know what I mean? So like, reason, but well, I mean, I anytime we incorporate the element of you die, but you don't actually leave, yeah. it does lower the stakes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, oh, wow, that's so sad that Chet and Montana and Xavier are dead, but it's like, but 
and Ray, but it's like, but they're just murdering other people, including mm-hmm. like some rando named Dustin and his girlfriend <laughs> from the newspaper. <laughs> but I did think it was really funny that Dustin was there looking for ducks, and then it all circles back to now Jingle's name is Donald. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, Donald Ducks. There will be one duck that will catch that. Donald. <laughs> AKA Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dustin, he just wanted to use his nice little camera and his new lens for his birthday. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Sad, sad. Uh, well, I think we definitely will have this big showdown, this big face-off. We'll see who ends up. Oh, what's going to happen to Rita, too? It looked like Rita was, like, tied behind somebody's car and was, like, being dragged. Oh, yeah. yeah, and, and was, was about like, to get oh, hit crap. by a car, too. That, too, yeah. Like, the car was coming to her. T- towards I forgot her about that. Like that. Maybe she just stay out of the road. I'm like, oh, no. I don't know. No, no. Rita to mind her business. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, I'm like, Rita being business. in everybody's business is getting her, like, <laughs> <laughs> the worst treatment. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the cool 80s references that we had in this one in our 80s slash segment. Slashback. Yeah, I have no idea what I was doing. Dude, I love this music. I do love this music. I'm into this. Yeah. Oh, I just want this to like be super suspenseful. Just underneath (laughs) our whole episode. I just do the robot. I kind of feel like Richard Ramirez is going to walk through the door. (laughs) (laughs) It's very Night Stalker. Very Night Stalker. So, Kayla, what were some of our uh, awesome slashbacks? Um, I'm like, in this one, I kind of felt like it was like a Friday the 13th type of vibe. I'm like, I couldn't really grasp any other ones. I feel like I'm falling off with this special segment. I'm like... <laughs> well, he did give us the... In the movie store, he actually oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. says the specific titles, two of which we yeah. know were released in 1984. Yeah. The Friday the 13th and I didn't see the face Elm Street. Was the Faces, Faces of, of Death. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I was like, ooh. Has anybody in the chat seen that? How, Faces like, of Death, I think, is supposed to be the thing that's like the real death or whatever that oh. was, like, popular back then. I don't know. But, bleh. Is that like uh, Grim Reaper vibes? Mm, you think it's like Grim not Reaper? Not really. Mm, okay. But... Oh, no, somebody will tell us. Mm. <laughs> and then, of course, the less scary references to things like Tootsie that's just, like, a delight to watch, but... And it was a giant commercial for Tab as well. Oh, okay. yes. The whole episode. Yes. Did, you guys ever, did you guys drink Tab ever? No, I always no. wanted to. Young no, it. I always wanted to. I'd seen the like, grocery no, store, and I'm like, it's pink. I want to drink it. Do you want to know? This is a little off topic. We got to wrap real, real quick, but real quick story. As a joke, in college, I tried to convince all of the freshmen when I was, like, a sophomore or junior that Tab was, like, the shit, and everyone <laughs> should drink Tab, and they all drank it, and they all had it, like, on their desks and stuff, and we were like, Tab tastes like ass, we just did this as a joke, <laughs> and everyone was so mad, and to this day, like, you're like, remember you... Side note, does it still exist? Yes, it does. Okay. It's in the store and they also have Tab Energy and it's pink and it's delightful. Elena, but, somebody's uh, gonna be in the comments and be like, I remember that, Elena. I went yeah, to your house. <laughs> uh, so we do have a little bit of news real quick. I know we gotta get out of here. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's a, a really cool uh, Entertainment Tonight article. You guys could go check it out. Uh, just Google Entertainment Tonight. It showcases Ryan reveals his uh, favorite American Horror Story episodes of all time. And it's basically him giving an episode from each season mm. what he likes. So obviously the first pilot episode from Murder House is on there. Um, the finale from Coven's on there. Um, Asylum name game. Hello. Ooh. Jessica ah. Lang as, you know. The name. Lana Bana Boom. Okay, anyway. So, so go check it out. He gives more in-depth uh, uh, as to why those are some of his favorite episodes. So definitely check it out. Happy 100 episodes. 
Everybody, keep up with you guys until next week, our hundred and first episode. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Alexa Cappy, C A P P Y. You guys can follow me on Instagram at the only underscore Kayla Renee, and then on Twitter at Catching K, and that's Catching with a K. And you can follow me, Ollie Drennan, at uh, Ollie Dreamer on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. And you can find me every week interviewing your favorite celebrities on MEA Worldwide. We'll see you guys next week. We're going to eat some cake. Um, no, Everybody no, no, blow no, no, all the no. candles on three. One, two, three. Happy 100. Woo! <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 